You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. On today's show, we're going to talk about all the realignment news and rumors that you've heard about all weekend long. We're going to jump in and get expert analysis for most of the week about uh, this this. Uh, topic that has been very interesting for many different people. And we're going to get uh, analysis from many different people. We're going to talk all about it. You're going to want to hear that. If you are new to Locked On Boston College, I want to first of all welcome you to our podcast. I hope you are jumping in uh, right in time for the start of the football season. We are a daily Boston College podcast. We are the only uh, Boston College podcast that does this every single day during the season. And you're going to get expert analysis, interviews, uh, in, insight, all sorts of great things that you want for your BC News. And I hope you check out uh, our podcast and, and and like and subscribe wherever you go. And if you have been listening for a while and you like our podcast, the best thing you could do are two things. I got two recommendations for you. First of all, recommend us to a friend. Say, hey, send them the link to Lockdown Boston College. Second of all, go on to wherever you get your podcast. But if you're on Apple iTunes, it helps the most. And hit that five-star button. Give us five stars. Write a quick review like, hey, I love Lockdown Boston College. They gave me great BC analysis. If you do that, it will help a ton. But enough of that. Let's get into the news. So when we talked last on Friday, we had already started to talk a little bit about the Texas and Oklahoma news. Texas and Oklahoma, both part of the Big 12, were rumored to be leaving the Big 12 uh, to join the SEC. And the, uh, the thumping has been getting louder and louder over the weekend. Now, first of all, Oklahoma and Texas had the chance to talk to the media. Uh, they released statements that were both very ambiguous and both made it sound very much so like they were talking to the SEC. They also, um, you know, over the weekend missed their Big 12, um, t- you know, their meetings that they had. They, they were the two teams that missed it. And rumors popped up, and I forget which um, writer po- talked about this, that this is going to be done probably by this week. They're going to, first of all, announce that they're going to leave the, the Big 12, the Oklahoma and Texas, and then they're going to head to the SEC. So this is this is big-time news, right? And we're going to talk about that right now. If the Texas and Oklahoma leave the Big 12, the Big 12 is done. There, there really isn't anything left. They don't have a marquee name. Uh, to to carry them and and you know there's a conference that really didn't have their own uh, TV deal that was very uh, advantageous. They didn't have like an ACC network or an SEC network. They're kind of on their own. And if they leave, if Texas and Oklahoma leave, who is who's the like standard bearer for that conference? Is it Baylor? Uh, no, you can't do that. Oklahoma State and yeah, they're a good program, but they're not they're not a, t- a conference that you can sell marketing and media rights for. Uh, and, and really get that. But they're good. Texas Tech, no. Kansas, no. Not not for football, at least. So you don't really have that. So what's going to happen from this? What will happen if Texas and Oklahoma leave? So you have to imagine that all these other teams are seeing the writing on the wall and are already reaching out to other conferences right now. If you were a smart AD or you know president, you're like, oh, man. I do not want to get stuck in this. Things are changing. I got to get myself in a new situation. 
So I think what you're going to see once the deal is done, at least, I mean, right off the bat, once Texas and Oklahoma leave, I think the moves will start to start to flutter in. And what you're going to see, first of all, are teams just heading to whatever conference they can get. And that will be the Pac-12. That will be the Big Ten. And that will be the ACC. So what teams could they leave? You know, we'll talk about the ACC in a moment. We'll talk about the Big Ten in our final segment. But... You know, another interesting thought, too, is if the Big 12 dissolves, that gives you Power 4 conferences, what if a new Power 5 comes up? What if the AAC jumps in and swoops in and grabs, you know, they add in, they add in, uh, you know, t- you know, TCU and Baylor. All of a sudden, now they have a couple good teams to go with UCF and uh, some of the other, you know, Cincinnati, things like that. They have some good programs themselves that they can really build upon. So maybe the AAC will become that next Power Five conference if they can figure out, Mike Arasesco, their their commissioner, can figure out how to do that. that. That's good, smart, forward thinking. And when I think of that, when I think of what could possibly happen with the AAC, I have to laugh because, you know, as a New England person, you see what UConn did. UConn was stuck in the mire of... Uh, the AAC after years of trying to get in the ACC being blocked by Boston College. They get blocked and they leave the AAC because it's not not getting it done and their basketball program suffering too. So they go to the Big Ten, I mean Big Big East in in basketball. And what ends up happening now, the AAC goes to a power five and UConn's gone. I think that's just, I don't know, there's something kind of poetic about that. But what I think is going to end up happening is you're going to see a lot of adjustments happening here. You're going to hear tons of rumors. I mean, you know, it's it's interesting stuff. I mean, God, if you look at how many people are reading the stories I write about the realignment stuff, I mean, it, it dwarfs my BC coverage. But you know, that's kind of the the thing. Like this realignment thing is very interesting. And in our second segment, I'm going to talk a little bit about what the ACC could do and what issues they could run into, right? So there's some things that could happen. But before we do that, um, I want to talk to you about the live NBA draft show. And now we've had all these great specials on the Locked On Network, and you got to check this one out. NBA draft goat Chad Ford, Locked On NBA draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Bill Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today. And watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, let's chat a little bit about Built Bar. If you know me, you know I am a huge fan of Built Bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's 100% covered in chocolate and comes in nine delicious flavors. And they have some really great ones you need to check out. I love coconut. But what I really like about Built Bar is they come up with these, um, you know, seasonal uh, or, or limited time flavors that you may have never tried. And I can't wait to try some of the ones that they have coming out. They got raspberry that's coming out um, and they're just all good. And I love how they taste. And for me, when I have a built bar, it is the perfect snack to get me f- the between lunch and dinner um, and keep me with the energy I need to get through my day. Now, if you head on over to Built Bar, you'll find out that they have 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, and only four grams of sugar. That's the crazy part. They're so good. They taste like they should be like, they're decadent. I I love them. So if you head over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll receive 15% off your order. Again, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to receive 15% off your order. 
The Locked On BC podcast is supported in part by the Charlestown Law Group. You need to know about the Charlestown Law Group. If you or someone you know have recently received a traffic violation, speeding, or other moving violation that you would like to contest, then you need to call the Charlestown Law Group. Attorney Jason Campbell and his team can and will help you fight the ticket. Did you know that a moving violation can stay on your insurance record for five to six years? One conviction can cost you thousands of dollars. If you want to win, you generally need an attorney. And why not hire a professional litigator with a track record of success? You need to check out Jason Campbell at the Charlestown Law Group because he will fight for you. He's a proud Boston College graduate. Attorney Campbell is an experienced litigator that will be able to tell you if you have merit before you go to court, saving you both time and money. The Charlestown Law Group will fight tickets anywhere in Massachusetts, and they offer discounted rates for Boston College students and alumni. The Charlestown Law Group specializes in traffic violations, and they will fight for you. You need to call them immediately at 617-872-8652. Again, 617-872-8652 for a free consultation or visit the Charlestown Law Group Go Eagles. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. I wanted to talk a little bit more about realignment. And by a little bit, I mean a lot more about realignment. Because that's going to be the talk, all, uh, you know, other than maybe you know COVID stuff, that's going to be the talk about college football for the next couple of weeks. And uh, you could take it a million different ways. And I, the, I have two different uh, takes I have about college football and the ACC specifically. Uh, but let's look at the ACC and what they may do. Now, if the SEC becomes this like mega superpower with Alabama and Oklahoma and Georgia and Florida and Texas and you know whatever, they now tip the balance in terms of you know the power because SEC for years has always been like you know it means more. They're the best conference in the country. They have the you know most playoff appearances blah 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 you hear it all the time right and they deserve it they 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 recruit the best they have some of the best teams um but this really makes it clear who the best conference is and who the haves and haves not are going to be now the acc has to be proactive jim phillips the new ad i mean sorry um commissioner has a lot of work ahead of him because he needs to figure out if the conference is going to stick with what they have which is, you know, an ESPN TV deal that is not advantageous anywhere near what, you know, the SEC or Big Ten have, or or they're going to be, you know, active and proactive and try to get more uh, teams in and an ability to kind of rip up that ESPN deal and force them back to the table. Now, that's easier said than done because in order to get ESPN to rip up this deal, they need to be able to – they need to show that they're bringing in something of value, something new that makes them sit back at the table and go, oh, okay, this old deal is not fair. We need to fix this. So you can't just bring in you know, Temple and Coastal Carolina and call it a day. A, that's not going to really put any uh, – you know, close the difference between the SEC and ACC – but it's not going to do anything for ESPN either, right? And that's the big goal. So obviously the big white whale in all of this has to be Notre Dame. Notre Dame clearly, you know, when you talk about like Texas and Oklahoma, Notre Dame's right up there with them. And, you know, other than Oklahoma, they, they're probably right up there in terms of success in the playoffs and or at least getting to the playoffs. They haven't really had much success in the playoffs. But they're a historic program. They have a huge fan base. They're, they they 
they would bring in eyes. And obviously, you know, Jim Phillips, he talked about it last week as the new AD, I mean, commissioner, I'm going to keep saying that, commissioner of the Atlantic Coast Conference, he wants to bring in Notre Dame. But Jim's, uh, you know, Jack Swarbuck, the AD of Notre Dame, He's not moving. I mean, he said he enjoyed being in the ACC for 2020, but it really showed him how much independence move meant to him. But Notre Dame is a big one. If ACC can move in and grab Notre Dame, they will, again, tip the balance more towards an even playing field. But I don't see Notre Dame moving. I don't see Notre Dame getting out of that NBC deal that they have or their cush deal that they they got with um, Swaff, John's ACC commissioner John Swafford that allows them to play like four or five ACC games. They basically get into the ACC, play some of the marquee teams, and then dip their toes everywhere else. I don't know why Notre Dame would ever leave that. In order for that to happen, a few things would have to happen for Notre Dame to be pushed. You have they can't just sit there in their own comfort zone. And, and be like, oh, we're going to stay independent because it works best for them. It's not going to help anybody else. And who can blame them? That's their own prerogative to do that. But what the ACC and other conferences need to do, and uh, you know, I don't know other conferences will ever do this, is to you have to push Notre Dame. Stop scheduling them. Doing, do something. like. And I know the ACC can't now, but like they need to figure out a way to get out of some of these deals that they made with Notre Dame and force them back to the table because otherwise you're not going to get that. And that's way easier said than done. But that could be things like fixing the playoffs again so that Notre Dame is, is now on the outside looking in because they're not in a conference or, or you know, adjusting how, you know, the, the playoff system works. And, you know, it, things like that or financials. Financials are always going to be the big thing. Like if you can throw it to them like, you know, ESPN is going to give you your Notre Dame network and uh, blah, 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 blah. Maybe then Notre Dame will listen to you, but I don't see that happening right now. So Notre Dame is a possibility. But you look at the other schools that are rumored to be like possibly linked to the ACC, and it, it none of them none of them pop. Some of them are interesting. I mean, like West Virginia, right? West Virginia has a big East, uh, connection with half of the teams, right? Like Virginia Tech, Boston College, Syracuse, Pitt, Miami. They played them all when they used to be in the Big East together. So that's nice. But would that tip the scales again so that the SEC isn't running away? I don't see it in football. They're good. They would make beat the ACC, they would improve ACC basketball again, but I don't see it for football. Uh, there's them. It's Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I, I would be interested in for football. Would it, would it bring the media coverage though? No, I don't think so. I mean, they're good. I, and Luke Fickle's an excellent coach, and he's got that program as one of the best in the country. Um, but I don't see them taking that next step. Same thing with UCF. I know people love to talk about UCF, and UCF fans are, are you know, if you go to Twitter and check out Boston College as a hashtag, uh, UCF thinks that they should be able to remove uh, BC. And, and I'm going to say this right now if you're listening, uh, just as a side note, Boston College is not getting kicked out of the ACC. No, get that through your head. They are not getting kicked out of the ACC. I've heard, I saw it so many times on Twitter between BC fans and outside fans. It would cost the ACC on, on the odds of like $40 million and lose them a major market in the process. It's not happening. It is not going to happen. Okay. So, but anyway, so UCF fans, they think they should be in it. They're not. Um, I don't. I couldn't see that. I couldn't see Miami and Florida State letting a third Florida team into the conference. 
But maybe the ACC goes out and they're aggressive and they figure out a way to poach another team. They're going to have a lot of work if they think they can do anything in the Big Ten or or SEC. Uh, The Big Ten makes the most money in the country and the SEC is right behind them. So like I've seen people rumoring like Penn State. You have to really – you'd have to make Penn State a sweetheart deal like you did for Notre Dame. And I'm not sure if that's worth it. I don't know if that's the thing to do. Uh, but you maybe you think you look outside the box. Maybe you look at the Pac-12, another conference that's like ripe for um, for for you know for poaching. Maybe you can figure out a way to make the ACC a bi-coastal conference, right? Take USC and Stanford or something like that. These are all options out there. Jim Phillips is going to have to be. Um, he's going to have to think outside the box. He's going to have to be unique because I don't see Notre Dame happening. But I don't see the ACC having to stand pat because the fear is, and and it's I think it's well founded, that the SEC might have two more spots and they're going to go after Clemson and Florida State, and if that happens, good luck ACC because that really guts your conference. So they need to figure out how to keep this conference up there, and they're going to have to be bold and they're going to have to be strategic. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second, but. I have another thought as well about Boston College's place in college sports, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But before we do that, let's talk about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Get on all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball and all your UFC and MMA action. Before you head next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head on over to the website and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is like a win right there. You got to check that out. Head on over to Bet Online and use promo code Locked On for a fifty percent welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of BCBulletin.com. You can check out all my work there. And I want to challenge you if you want to get some great Boston College coverage as we hit into the the bat, uh, football season. Become a premium subscriber. It's only a dollar for the first month. It's you know, a cup of coffee for that. Every other month after that, you're going to get premium. BC content you're not going to find anywhere else, along with access to our premium message board, our premium Discord, and you get access to SIL American, which is our recruiting service that's kind of like 247 Arrivals. You get all of that. Plus, you get me. I'm a Boston College graduate. You're going to get my perspective on everything. You're going to get good BC intel. I hope you do sign up. Make sure you head on over to bcbulletin.com and sign up. It's only a dollar. Just check it out. I hope you do. Now, in our final segment, we just last talked about what the ACC could look like or what they have to do to uh, stay afloat in this possible new realignment uh, discussion. But what if Boston College does something different? What if they look elsewhere? And now I know all the talk, as I just said in the last segment, is, oh, Boston College is going to get dropped. They don't deserve to be in a Power 5 conference. And uh, as I said before, that's ludicrous. Uh, they're a major market, and as much as people hate Boston College and don't understand because of the last 10 years, they are a program that would battle well in other conferences. So what if what if the Big Ten looks elsewhere to, to improve, and they look to build their footprint? And now if you look at where the footprint in the Big Ten is, is headed, it goes from you know Minnesota out east. And it goes up that northeast corridor. It includes Illinois, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Maryland, uh, all those states, you know. 
New Jersey. If they're going up that corridor, what's the one big market that they're missing? It's Boston. And what what market has a ton of Big Ten graduates living in their in their market? It's Boston. And it's New York. Two major markets. I wonder, and I don't know the deal of how it would take to get out of it. I wonder if the Big Ten might be interested in bringing in Boston College. I think there's a possibility that if the Big Ten wants to kind of solidify that corridor and to really make that their place, Boston College makes a lot of sense. It's a very attractive market. As much as Boston doesn't care about college football, you get them playing Penn State. You get them playing Michigan. You get them playing um, Northwestern, Ohio State, all these schools. I think the interest would be there. And I think the 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 alumni from those other schools will, will help pack it in too. Much more than the Clemsons, the Wake Forest, the Dukes, things like that. I think Boston College would be a good fit. And it would help Boston College tremendously too because the Big Ten makes like $15, 20000000 million more a year. That would help all of their – I mean they would help all the rest of their a- athletic sports because their budget would go way up. I would honestly think – and this is just me spitballing here. This is not me talking to anyone at Boston College about this. This is just me. I would think if the Big Ten reached out to Boston College, they would leave. I I, I truly think they would do it. Um, and I think it would be a, I, I, I think it would be a wise move because I think in both basketball and football, they they have that interest there. Now, if the Big Ten also wanted to try and pull a power move and get BC in for hockey, I think that is where it becomes a, a non-negotiable because I don't ever see BC leaving the Hockey East. I just don't see that happening. They're a charter school. They've been there forever. They, you know, There's a huge history with them and every big program in that conference. I think if the Big Ten tried to pull that, BC would walk away. But that's a smaller thing. I mean, God, football versus hockey, please. Um I, I would like it. I, I would be intrigued. So it might be something worth watching. And when you hear that, when you hear people mumbling about, you know, what schools the Big Ten could go for, you could see Syracuse or Pitt in BC make a lot of sense. So it'll be worth watching to see how this realignment shakes up and what the what the Big Ten does and how BC reacts. Now, BC might, and again, I said, I don't know what their thoughts are on this. They may be very loyal to the ACC. You know, the ACC uh, move from the Big East was big, but business is business, right? Like, you know, they may feel loyal now, but if you're making $20 million more a year, you're, you'd be a fool to not leave that. So we'll have to see what happens. Again, this is me spitballing. It'll be worth to see, you know, if any reports come out or, or even if the Big Ten, maybe the Big Ten just stays with what they have. They may. Um, or they may try to poach some from the Big Ten, Big Twelve. Maybe they go for like Oklahoma State or Iowa State or things like that. There's some big good programs that they could bring into. Well, this is AJ Black on tomorrow's show. We're gonna have uh, Mitch Wolf on. Mitch is gonna talk to us about his thoughts on realignment, and then we're gonna have Dan Rubin on our show later this week. I'll tell you what date that is. We're still hammering down a date, and we'll talk more about that. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you do, make sure you give us a five star review on Apple. And follow us on Twitter at LockedOnBC. This is AJ Black. Have a great Monday, everyone, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.